Welcome to this week's episode of Fly on the Wall. We are so lucky to have Marone Halamesco on the pod today. But first, make sure you like us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fly on the Wall Pod. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us, flyonthewallpodcast at gmail.com. Marone serves as the Director of Communications and Digital Strategy for Reach Higher and Better Make Rooms. In this role, she builds and executes the communication, digital, and outreach strategies used to inspire students to pursue and complete a post-secondary education. Marone previously worked in the White House to support First Lady Michelle Obama's Reach Higher initiative during the Obama administration. We are so lucky to have Marone on the pod today. Marone Halamesco, thank you so much for joining us on the pod this week. One of the ways you got your start in politics was working as a volunteer for the Obama campaign. What was that experience like, and how did it make an impact on the rest of your time in college? Thanks so much for having me on the pod. I'm really excited to talk to you guys. Um, So going back to my experience, I actually got my start with the Obama um, campaign during my sophomore year of college. Um, You know, I was really inspired by the administration and wanted to get involved, and I wanted to do that during the first um, election, but I was too young, so I couldn't vote. But I did get involved by being an election page um, at my local precinct, and I continue to do that, um, continue to do experiences like that uh, throughout my time in college, and uh, so I decided to volunteer for the campaign. Um, I got to, you know, knock on doors, get to meet with real voters. I got to, uh, you know, call folks and get them excited about the election and excited about what um, Obama had planned for the second half of his administration, Um, and that was just a really valuable experience for me. Um, and honestly where I got my start and um, yeah. Cool. So you also had the opportunity to work at the Department of Education during college. Um, What are some of the main differences between working on a campaign and in a government agency? Yeah, um, so I got to intern um, in the Office of Planning, Evaluation, and Policy Development Um, during my junior year. I actually did two internship cycles um, and that was such an extremely amazing experience. It really kind of set off the path of where I ended up going. And I got to really understand that, you know, the inner workings of government, I was right there during budget season where they were planning a multi-billion dollar budget for, you know, the way that education would look like in the next coming years. Um, So that was just amazing experience. Um, And from there, I knew I wanted to work in education policy. And that allowed me to kind of get you know, two different sets of experiences where everything on the campaign is on the grassroots levels. You're doing multiple different things. Um, you could come in one day and you're uh, calling uh, voters, and the next day you're knocking on doors, you're sending out emails. It's just constantly you're going with the flow. Whereas when you're in government, it's kind of like you have your role and this is what you're doing. And I really got to learn the inner workings of policy, especially, which was um, valuable for. The path that I ended up on um, afterwards. Both very amazing experiences, very different as well, um, and kind of helped guide what I was interested in um, from there. Yeah, so one of your next steps was to earn a master's degree in public policy right after college, which is a lot of responsibility. And how did your internship at the Department of Education help you uh, prepare for that experience and further education? Yeah, so while I was an undergrad, I was getting my degree in economics, and I was also minoring in business, and I was just fascinated by that. And as I was thinking about my next steps, um, my internship really did kind of guide what I would do next. I was talking to folks in the Office of um, 
planning evaluation and policy development, kind of getting an idea as to what they were doing in their careers, how they got to where they are. A lot of people um, were either going to law school or getting their master's in public policy. So I, I would talk to them and kind of get a feel as to what I could kind of envision myself doing. Um, and I was just really interested in getting a better understanding of policy, better understanding of how I could do something um, like that. And so I decided on getting my MPP and that was just, um, I really loved that program that I was involved in. I went to George Mason for both. Um, and I it, it really was just um, a pretty incredible way to kind of use what I was learning um, during the day and apply it to a lot of the experiences that I had uh, during the internship and beyond. So a lot of our listeners are students who are also kind of at that point where they're navigating like do I do an internship or a master's program? So can you tell us a little bit about how you decided which internships to pursue and how you maintain that balance with the responsibilities of being a master's student? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so for me it was I knew I wanted to get my MPP after that internship experience, and so I would first say apply for internships. Apply for it while you're an undergrad and still getting a feel for it. Um, apply for you know opportunities that you think will make sense for your next steps. Um, and then also just meet with people that you admire um, and see how they got there. So that'll get you a better understanding of what type of program you might be interested in um, and whether you wanna go into uh, a master's program um, or not, or get experience and then go into it. But for me, um, I knew I wanted to get my master's um, after that experience. And so what I did was just kind of talk to folks who are in that field, talk to see what they were doing. And then through with my program, I um, was able to learn a lot and apply it to internships that I ended up getting during that time. So I applied for an internship to um, be a part of the Policy and Representation Office at NPR. Um, and so those were things where like, a lot of people don't know that NPR actually has a policy and representation office, but I started searching and looking for, you know, organizations that I admire, people that I admire, and I found that. Um, and that was the first step. And I was getting to, you know, go on the Hill and talk to members of Congress and advocate on behalf of membership organizations, um, getting to learn a little bit more and, and in a different type of field than what I initially thought I would see myself in because I knew I wanted to do education policy. But it was such an amazing experience. Um, and then during that time, I also applied for an internship that truly changed my life. Um, I applied for uh, an internship at the White House, um, honestly thinking that I wouldn't get it in a million years, but I figured that, you know, the administration's ending, I have to give myself a shot. Um, a piece of advice that I actually heard is just, you should always be your first yes. Um, so I applied, I had an interview, and believe it or not, I thought it bombed the interview. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I got the opportunity and I was working I wanted to either work at, um, you know, I wanted to work on education and I really wanted to work on Reach Hire, which was Mrs. Obama's education initiative. And that's what I got. And I was just shocked and it was um, the stepping stones to where I am now. Um, so it was definitely kind of, uh, sorry for a long-winded answer, but just, um, you know, really uh, amazing um, opportunity and internship and education at the same time allowed me to get both into where I am today. Yeah, and, and while you were at the White House, I, you were actually inside the White House. What was that like? Was it any different from maybe being in the Eisenhower building? Did you have behind the scenes access, that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I would say that 
there is no better feeling than knowing that you know you are walking into the White House every single day and you have the impact to, you have the possibility to make a change in this country and um, that was just such a humbling feeling every single day that I had was just extremely lucky and fortunate um, to have and I would have never imagined it but it was truly amazing um, you know getting to work on uh, reach higher which uh, to give a little bit of background um, was Mrs. Obama's higher education initiative that she started in 2014 um, to inspire every uh, young person in the United States to pursue some form of higher education after high school so whether that was you know going to a community college getting a trade or vocational certificate or going to a university um, pursuing some form of higher education after high school is important and for me, that was just my story. You know, I was a first-gen student. Um, I, you know, didn't really understand even the application process, financial aid, a lot of these things that I had to learn on my own. And I and I wanted to work on Reach Higher specifically because I wanted to make the next, you know, the college application process easier for the next generation of students. And I got that opportunity with by being a retire intern and walking into the White House every day um, and getting to learn from some of the most incredible people that I've ever met in my life and still get to work with now here um, at on retire. So that was just uh, truly humbling and incredible experience. That's fantastic. And something I think a lot of people might want to know is when the First Lady has an initiative like that, how does that interact with the president's agenda and, and maybe more of uh, his side of things? Do you ever interact with those people? How does that work? Yeah, so I mean, Reach Higher was actually launched in, in a joint um, launch with the Department of Education. So from the very beginning, it was working on making sure we were pushing forward the um, President Obama's agenda and, and, and expanding access to education um, and building more opportunities for students and young people, especially. Um, so it was a joint partnership from the very beginning, um, but using the First Lady's twist on things and using her story and her bully pulpit to really push it forward. Um, she has such an inspiring story herself. You know, she was a first generation college student. Um, her brother was, uh, you know, her and her brother grew up in a working class fam family in Chicago. Um, and when her brother went off to Princeton to play basketball, um, she was starting to think about colleges. Princeton was on at the top of her list, but a school counselor told her that she couldn't get, uh, you know, you shouldn't reach that high and, and shouldn't pick schools like that. And when she said, if my brother could get in, I could get in. It, um, she really showed students what is possible. I mean, she is incredible. So she was able to push forward, I think, a lot of the things that Reach Higher did that also kind of pushed forward the president's um, education agenda during his the second half of the administration. So you went from volunteering on the Obama campaign to actually being in the Obama White House. Um, what skills did you learn from volunteering on the campaign and how was that transferable um, to your work in the White House? How was the transition? Yeah, um, so I think it's just, you know, always being a team player, always billing, being willing to jump on and work on whatever needs to be done to push the mission forward is important. And I think that, you know, when you're working on a campaign where your day-to-day -day is literally changing depending on what's going on and there's no, you know, it's not a, every day is different. And I would say that that really kind of set a good foundation as to what I would be doing at the White House and, and being able to jump on any project whenever I needed, uh, whenever someone needed help with something. And I got to learn a lot of different skills. I got to work on, um, uh, got to help at a lot of different events because of that, you know, so I think being a team player, being 
uh, flexible and willing to work on really anything, regardless of whatever your role is, is important. And I got to uh, learn that from the campaign and, and apply that uh, to my time at the White House. Absolutely. And you've continued some of that work today. And in your current job, you still focus on education and initiatives to help students. And as students, we know that there are large amounts of data like test scores and college acceptance rates. So how do you engage with this data and what strategies do you use to implement it in your communications role? Yeah, um, so data is so important. Analytics, um, you know, really getting an understanding of how students are learning, what are important topics, what are important things to them. So using that um, and finding a an organic way to connect to students where they are. Um, you know, so I work on communications and digital here. And so I'm constantly talking to students, constantly looking at what are, you know, the things that we should be working on. Oh, so students aren't understanding how to complete the free application for federal student aid. Let's find a way to make that easier. Um, and, and that's based on uh, conversations and based on the data and research that's put behind it. Um, and now, um, retry and move to the common app we have access to so much more data so we're doing research and we're really figuring out what are some of the problems that students are facing um, and how can we make it easier for them to apply to college and get into college and then complete college because that's also super important um, yeah so we've talked a lot about your work with mrs obama but we love a good story here on the pod so since retire and better make room are her education initiatives You've had the opportunity to work in pretty close proximity with Mrs. Obama both before and after the presidency. Are there any moments that stand out? There's so many. It's really hard to narrow it down, but I will say that one of my favorite things is working with students. Um, and one thing that Mrs. Obama loves to do is also be with students. Uh, so she does a lot of conversations with young people about education, about issues that they're facing in their communities. Um, and you know, so what you see on TV with Ms. Obama is real. Like she is funny. She is super smart. She is, you know, really, she really does care about everything in, that she works on. And so she really wants to hear from young people who are every day going to school and, and, and are facing different obstacles and, um, and, and try to make it easier for them. And one way she does that is through these meetings with students um, and I think just seeing their faces light up as she walks into the room, um, that's just honestly, it's a great feeling. And, and, I, and I love getting to be a part of those uh, meetings. Great, so we have one more segment that we like to do on Fly on the Wall. It's called the lightning round. So these are short questions and have a quick response. Okay. So you're a Virginia native. Yeah. What is your go-to local food spot? Ooh, um, so I love, I'm, I'm Ethiopian, so I always have to give a plug to my favorite favorite restaurant, Dama, which is in Arlington, I would say Dama. If you could have dinner with one person at Dama, who would it be? Oprah, all the way. Oh my god, love that. Amazing. So this one's kind of a two-parter. Are you a Nats fan, and do you think they'll win the World Series? 100% Nats fan, and I am rooting for them all the way. They are making it this year. Ooh. This is our year. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. This was so fun. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to both of y'all. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Fly on the Wall. Thanks again to Marone Halameskel for being our guest. And remember to like us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fly on the Wall Pod. And you can always send us comments or questions, Fly on the Wall Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great week.